It's time for Green and Gold Insiders on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. He's our guy. He's the best. We're lucky that he's with us on Mondays and Fridays. He has ESPN Milwaukee's Jason Wildey on the bye week. He's with us. He's not vacationing. He, he wasn't even on his show today, but he's on wow, ours. Wow, Wildy. That's true. Yes, I needed those uh, six hours yesterday and today to get uh, important things done, like uh, paying bills and doing my <laughs> expenses that are way behind. So, yeah, very exciting couple of days for me. But I have done all my radio hits on the phone, including you guys, which is great. It's what great is what is the most interesting thing on your expense report? What would we find on there that would make us go, huh? Ooh, yeah, well, uh, it isn't on there yet, but we are doing uh, a promotion for Racine Danish Kringles, and I have agreed to sing a jingle for my Kringle wearing uh, the elf costume that Will Ferrell wears in Elf. So I... I have to. I have to find one. I think I found one pre-owned on on Poshmark for twenty five bucks, oh, and I'm totally going to expense it, and we'll see if it gets through. Oh, that's amazing! Oh, anything for a good partner, right? <laughs> that is so Indeed, good. Indeed, they're the best. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. Wait till we see how I sing first before we. Sing. <laughs> if, if you if you need a, you know like Olympic style, John and I can hold up cards like eight and a half, nine, six and a half. If you want to <laughs> test anything out here. We're happy to have you test it out with us. We're here for you. We'll, we'll do a dry run uh, before we film the actual video, and you guys, I will definitely take your positive and constructive uh. feedback. But if you just tell me I suck, uh, <laughs> then I don't want it. No, no, we wouldn't do that to oh, you. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bummed you just didn't borrow John's elf costume, I guess. <laughs> we you should have let, let us know. know earlier. Wait, you have one? I'm sure he does. I, I got all kinds of costumes, Wilde. You should come over and go through all the right, costume that's, closet. That's, that's that, a conversation I'm not yeah. prepared to have today. Hey, I, I wasn't prepared for that either. Thanks, That Greg. was amazing. Hey, I also look forward to the Packers dressing up like a football team next time they take the field, Jason. <laughs> hi oh. <Hey-o. laughs> yeah, look, they're, I, I've been trying to be the voice. You know, you guys are really nice to say nice things about me, but the one thing that I've tried to be basically since, the season, the 2022 season ended has been to try and be the voice of reason, right? And try to put people both in a realistic and calm place about this team, because we all knew there were going to be ups and downs. And and I just feel like, you know, that, that start against Chicago and then statistically, even though they ended up losing the game, you know, how they played in Atlanta and how Jordan Love played against the Falcons, except for the fourth quarter, really raised people's hopes and expectations. And, and now we're kind of seeing what life is like with an inexperienced quarterback and a whole lot of inexperienced guys that he's throwing to uh, the defense. You know, we spent a lot of time on this show talking about Joe Barry and his future, and they did their part against Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams last Monday night. Uh, they, they did enough to win, but the offense and those young guys, it's just – a struggle, and you would hope that over the next 12 games after the bye that you see consistent improvement from here on out. It, it's so hard to not dive into the daily, right? So if I look at six games and you tell me the Packers are going to be 3-3, three and three, I'm thinking, okay, all right, you're still in it, right? Absolutely, especially in the NFC. 
but I, I get caught up, Jason, in the way you arrive at that record and what looks right and what sure. really doesn't look right. I, I'm, I'm trying uh-huh. to be more like you, that I can just take a holistic view and just say three and three is not a bad spot to be. They still have work to do to get there, but I can't get myself out of what doesn't look right. Yeah, I don't blame you for that. Now, I will say this. Uh, if they lose to one of the worst teams in the league in the Broncos and they don't get the three and three and they're two and four, uh, I'm going to have a much harder job of convincing people, take a deep breath, it's going to be fine. You know, I, I don't – one of the nice things about Aaron Rodgers not playing for the Packers anymore um, is that I don't have to watch every single minute of the Pat McAfee show. Uh, it, it's a lot for me to take in. Uh, they do a great job, and as he was explaining, he took his $5 million company to $500 million. So, great. I, Pat is a genius. There's, I don't deny that. But, you know, when he, when he spends so much time telling Aaron how great he is and then some of the other parts of the conversation that I wasn't all that interested in, I don't miss that. But he talked about Jordan Love for quite a while. And, and I thought, you know, again, for a guy who there are differing opinions on how people feel about him, I thought it was a pretty darn good big brother move for Jordan Love that he went out and said, look, it's going to be – he basically did the relaxed thing except he did it on Jordan Love's behalf, and they're not even teammates anymore. So I, I, I want more people. You don't have to listen to the other stuff he talks about if you don't like hearing that. But I hope – I tweeted it out yesterday. I hope people just watch him talking about Jordan because I really do think that he is right. Cause, and remember, he's been through this himself. He had two, three interception games during that 08 season. So he had his ups and downs too, and look what he became. Not saying that Jordan Love's going to be a Hall of Famer, but we have to understand that this is a process. Yeah, you're right. That was really decent, uh, Jason. That that was good stuff. You're right. Uh, Lambeau Field. It's going to be decked out for Saturday's Spooktacular. They're putting up the fake headstones. It's got purple. <laughs> it's got the spider webs. It's wicked. It's spooky. It's creepy. It's going to be a creepy place on Saturday. Will you take your kids? Do you Are your kids interested in Lambeau Field? Or because of what you do for a living, is that the last place your kids ever want to spend any time? Um, we go to Titletown once in a while. I, I'm not, you know, I, I, I was a little, and I kind of pushed back on Mark Murphy once upon a time when he was talking about how Titletown was going to be this great destination. And I think it's great for our community. Don't get me in any way wrong. But I have a lot of friends. I grew up in Milwaukee. I went to school in Madison. Like, I have lots of friends in other parts of the state. And they come here for a game, and that's about it. Like, occasionally they'll come to see me or the girls, more likely the girls in Paula. But it's not like people are trekking up 43 just to go, you know, run some routes to Titletown. Now, the spooktacular, the girls went to it when they were younger. It is fun. I do recommend it if you've got younger kids. Uh, The girls have kind of aged out of that now. We're on that precipice, and I'm sure we'll talk about this later in the month. When do you stop trick-or-treating? Because they are are 12 and 13. (laughs) They have their Care Bear costumes. They are definitely still going this year. <laughs> I don't want that to end. I, I, I say once you can drive a car, you're done. Well, that's and good. I, uh, uh, to be honest, I don't want them to drive either. I just would rather be their Uber driver. I'm not ready for kids who drive either. So uh, I think they could go driving or they could go trick-or-treating until they're 21 at the rate I'm going. Okay, so Mercure hands out popcorn, microwavable popcorn to all the kids coming by the and neighborhood. And they like it. Uh, are you a full candy bar person, a mini candy bar person? What is the Wildy household like? We are. We are We are full candy bar. Uh, Paula is very generous. She stays home, and I go out with the girls. 
Uh, but I would say that the greatest trick-or-treating story came from our buddy Rob Domofsky, who covers the Packers for ESPN.com and joins all of our different shows. He lived in a suburban Chicago neighborhood growing up where Bruce Suter, the, you know, the relief pitcher, yeah. the closer, lived in his neighborhood. And I would totally do this if I was as famous as Bruce Suter. He would hand out autographed baseball cards of himself. <laughs> there you <For> go. <laughs> So I bet the little girls loved that. What is this? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> they were at, and Rob was a White Sox fan, so he wasn't sure oh, what good. to do with it. Oh my god! Put it in your you bike and a, 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 a spoke noisemaker. That is a great story, <laughs> Jason Wildy. Nine a.m. to noon, ESPN Milwaukee. Thanks, partner. I feel like I gave you very little Packers information, but I we hope had, we were entertained. Yeah, was but great. we learned so much. Yeah, we really did. The elephant oh, jingle oh, thing good. is that's not going away. That's magic. <laughs>